FM and 12:40 AM. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. You're up to date. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins training camp on ESPN 950 and 2.7 FM. Today's coverage is brought to you in part by our sponsor of the day, Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Town Bank, an equal opportunity lender, FDIC. Online at townbank.com. WXGI Richmond, WTPS we can do it here Petersburg, if you want to. ESPN 950. And now in the Tri Cities at 102.7 FM and 1240 AM. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It is 1201 live at Redskins training camp. March, or Redskins running back Keith Marshall is done for the year. Terrence Patel attended during Saturday afternoon's practice at the Bonsacor Training Center. It'll be the second consecutive season. The 23-year-old misses after being sidelined for all of 2016 with an elbowed injury. Team finishing up its morning walkthrough moments ago. Back in full practice this afternoon, 3 o'clock. Coverage today until 6. The Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show coming up next on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Washington splits a doubleheader Sunday with the Rockies, losing the day game 10-6. Ryan Zimmerman homer twice in the game, that for the second time in three games. The UVA product holds the records for the most home runs in D.C. baseball history now, passing Frank Howard. The Nats take the finale last night 3-1. Edwin Jackson seven innings, picking up his second win of the season. Miami's the start of a three-game set tonight. Coverage. 6.30 on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. Scores one and four straight, defeating Erie 3-2. It was Redskins Day at the Diamond. Richmond started Dan Slania, went seven and two-thirds for the win. The team's off today. They begin a six-game road trip in Portland, Maine tomorrow. Kyle Busch ended a 36-race winless streak, which was a career high. He was victorious yesterday at Pocono. Joe Gibbs Racing gets his second win in three weeks. The 18-team in the playoffs, which begins in six weeks. Kevin Harvick is second, Martin Truex Jr. third, while Chesterfield's Denny Hamlin finished in fourth place. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center, live from Washington Redskins training camp. Today's coverage presented by Town Bank. 12.03 the time, Mitchell Bradley on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. The lifespan of a Major League Baseball is five to seven pitches, which requires 850,000 baseballs a year. Town Bank, oh, that's okay. this is no your problem. town, this is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. Brett Favre and Peyton Manning are the only pro quarterbacks to achieve victories against all 32 of the league's teams. Town Bank, this is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. You're listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the ESPN 950 app, available for your Android and iPhone. This is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. Buzz and Ned's Wheel Barbecue, just a few blocks from training camp. Stop by for award-winning Hickory Smoked Barbecue Ribs Chicken and Signature Pulled Pork Sandwiches. Voted Best Barbecue in the City of Richmond, the State of Virginia, and soon to be the South. 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street, or online at buzzandneds.com. 
Day four of Redskins training camp. We are here as the midday show, Buzznet midday show, and we are here taking up to three o'clock today. That's when Greg Burton will take over, and as we have been the past couple times, it is a quiet training camp right now. Everything in between as uh, the morning walkthrough is over. Once again, a uh, news-free morning walkthrough there, Andrew. Yeah, all of the news was over the weekend. Right. Uh, Keith Marshall, uh, done for the season once again, uh, tore his uh, patella uh, tendon. And uh, he is out. And uh, thankfully, Andrew, no, well, I can't really say it thankfully, but when we did our uh, running back stuff, uh, neither of us had Keith Marshall in there. Right. We're not grateful for his injury, but we, we aren't hurt in that aspect because when we broke down the group, we had Kelly, P. Ryan, and Thompson, each of us. Uh, here's my question right out of the gate here, since uh, let's kind of go back. If uh, something else happens, knock on wood, does Matt Jones get himself back into the good graces and is Matt Jones back in the mix for the roster spot? I think that all depends on how much value you're going to put into the media storyline this past couple of months about Matt Jones being done with the Redskins. So whatever value you have with that story will be the answer to that question. Man. Uh, we got uh, three hours of fun here on the show. 6220950 is the phone number. 6389508 is the text line. Tweet me at MidMajorMatt if you want to get involved in the show at AWOL ESPN. Uh, coming up at 1215 yesterday, uh, our schedule, or uh, Saturday, our schedule got kind of messed up a little bit, so we taped our Raiders interview uh, after the show on Saturday. So we'll do the week three opponent preview of the Oakland Raiders. Jimmy Durkin will join us uh, to talk about this uh, Raiders team. See, I said Oakland that time. There you I go. said you got Oakland it right. that time. Uh, so Jimmy will join us to talk about the uh, Oakland Raiders, and then Andrew, Henny, and I will give our opinions on the uh, big Oakland Raiders game. Al was trying to get me to give my uh, prediction up. I, I, I don't know yet. I've got to listen to what Jimmy says before I can kind of figure it out. So he will join us at 12.15. Uh, 12.30, we will replay uh, Terrell Pryor, who was at the podium today. Terrell Pryor. Uh, rapidly becoming a fa uh, a media favorite, not even just a fan favorite, but a media favorite for how good he is and, and how eloquent he is in his speech. Great speaker, interesting guy. Very and interesting guy. The parallels you can draw to Josh Roman are there because they both work so hard. It seems like for superstars, which I guess Terrell Pryor might nah. not qualify as a superstar, but he certainly, I think, will be one after the end of the season because he's going to be a huge weapon for Kirk Cousins. The point is, though, those two guys work really hard. They're always the last two on the field. They're always putting in extra work outside of required practices. So and they're putting in extra work with the autographs. There you go. Yeah, they're fan favorites because they're giving the fans the extra time that they have. And Plus, I mean, just a straight-up swag, man. Those two guys can just rock it. Right. Uh, so we will play Terrell Pryor at 12.30. Um, I was on the field earlier today, got an interview uh, at least for 90 seconds. The players have this new thing now where they just walk towards the back, and they don't even give a chance to interview. So I literally walked alongside Matt Ioannidis while uh, Rich Tandler was interviewing him. So I uh, got about 90 seconds with him, and then uh, I was in a group with Martrell Spate, who is a guy that's very intriguing uh, when it comes to the linebacker position. A very uh, tight group uh, is the linebacker position, so I'll play some of those. Uh, coming up at 1 o'clock here at the 10, uh, if you're here at training camp, but we now have neighbors, and it's our good friends from uh, ESPN 980 in D.C., so Bram Weinstein is going to come off the air at 1. 
join us around 105, so that'll be good. Uh, coming up at 2.15, we will talk a little national football and, and fantasy football with Raymond Summerlin of uh, rotoworld.com. He will join us to uh, talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in the NFL, things to look for in some of the other camps as we you know get you set for your fantasy football drafts. We've got our position battle today. I was wrong when I told you. Today is the fun wide receiver group, which will tie into the fact that Terrell Pryor is on the podium. So wide receivers is our position battle today. Oh, and we also threw in specialists today because we had a little extra time. That's fine. we got to give some love to the kicker, punter, and long snapper. We'll do a little double duty. Those mostly take care of themselves, though. Exactly. And uh, there's a couple of headlines I want to get into. Um, first off, the, the headline, you know, I've kind of skirted away from the Callan Kaepernick story because I just, I, I don't know necessarily, you know, there's a lot of angles to this story, but something that's been happening the last day or two in Baltimore involving this thing has kind of struck a nerve with me a little bit, so I want to get into that. Um, there's some other injuries of sorts, and of course, today is the non-waiver trade deadline in Major League Baseball. Um, the eyes are on, let's see, Sonny Gray, see if he gets traded. Uh, the Yankees were in the lead for Sonny Gray uh, earlier today. Yes, yeah, all reports and the Cubs are interested too as well, but they probably weren't a viable candidate because they just are asking too much from the Cubs. Cubs are uh, Cubs made a trade late last night, picked up Alex Avila and Justin Wilson, and uh, they trade one of their heralded prospects there. Um, and we'll just keep you posted. I don't expect the Nats to do anything today. I did just see something from John Morosi from MLB Network saying that they've shown interest in Twins closer Brandon Kinsler, so that's something to maybe keep an eye on, too, as well. We'll see about uh, if the Nats are busy. We'll see if the Yankees do anything. We'll see if the Orioles make any sort of head-scratching deals, and we'll see if Justin Verlander's still a Tiger. Uh, Greg was telling me, I guess I didn't see the highlights, after Verlander's start yesterday, he uh, tipped his cap to the uh, Detroit people, potentially you know, saying, okay, well, I might get traded, so... Um, well, Bob Nightingale from USA Today literally just as you were speaking there saying the Tigers have taken Verlander off the trading block. So that's something to keep an eye on. Here's the thing. Here's the one thing about that. So, yeah, that's how we can phrase it, and the Tigers can save some face. Yeah. But also I think the contract was a little unwieldy. And Age. I don't know if the Tigers decided whether or not they, A, wanted to just get rid of the salary and take less in return or ask for more prospects and, you know, pay for his contract. I'll say this. I think Justin Verlander gets moved in the offseason when there's more time to kind of figure out the machinations now. I mean, this is what? It's a 4 o'clock deadline today. Right, right. So I have a feeling that this offseason you may see the Cubs, the Dodgers, some of these other teams revisit trade talks with the Tigers for Justin Verlander. I don't think he's going to stay there. I don't think next year he'll be their opening day starter. That's a great point because his value to me is something that can be – reassessed at the end of the year not exactly sure if these contenders were that interested in him just from an age perspective and adding him towards the end of the season but you're right I'm, it's something that can get done later on and the immediacy wasn't maybe there for some of these contenders uh nats are on the road at the marlins tonight uh they uh, geo gonzalez is on the mound coverage begins at 6 30 here on espn 950 102.7 fm uh, squirrels are off today. Uh, they will be in Portland beginning a road trip tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. They are back home on the 8th. So the squirrels uh, will leave, and it will be really hot and nice. And I'm sure when they come back, it will be cloudy and rainy like it has been, I feel like, for the whole season, unfortunately. Yeah, it's as, as Barney said on our show on SportsZone a few weeks ago, it's just been ridiculous the amount of bad weather situation that the squirrels have already faced. But then again, we're basically in August, so 
there's not a lot of time left in the season anyway. Right. Uh, 6220950 is the phone number. 6389508 is the text line. Virginia Tech is reporting today. Uh, JMU has already reported. Uh, William & Mary is reporting. So we are now officially like in college football uh, with all the teams in the state reporting. So we can uh, get into a little bit of that as well. Um, and and then we're wide open here uh, as we've got – some things scheduled, but we're wide open here. And UVA has already reported, as we've talked about on this show, and there's a UVA player in the NFL who's retired. Brandon Albert has announced his retirement from the NFL. There we go. That's another nice headline right there. Uh, so we can uh, talk about that as we get along. We've got three hours today, 12 to 3. So uh, coming up, we will hear from Jimmy Durkin. He covers the Oakland Raiders. We'll talk to him about the Raiders and uh, preview week three for the Washington Redskins after this. You're listening to ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. The next time you run a marathon, wear red. Studies prove red makes you feel more confident, signals dominance, giving you a greater chance of winning. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. Brett Favre and Peyton Manning are the only pro quarterbacks to achieve victories against all 32 of the league's teams. Town Bank, this is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hi, this is Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. I know our customers have come to expect the freshest of fresh meat from Buzz and Ned's, but for a moment, let's talk about old barbecue. I mean, really old barbecue. Like when a caveman got to watch some old wild animal get trapped in a forest fire. Sounds gruesome to us, but uh, it was fine dining in that day. If only someone had invented barbecue sauce. process was probably pretty simple. They just yanked off a hunk of meat and threw it directly on the fire. It sat there smoldering until it looked ready. Then they pulled it off the coals, dusted off a bit, and proceeded to eat away. Thus discovering the first seasoning. Cinders actually smoked. Cinders were too crunchy and never really caught on. Fortunately, this minimalist concept faded when people discovered spice. It wasn't until around 7200 B.C. that men found the star of modern barbecue and domesticated the wild pig, predecessor to a true star here at Buzz and Ned's. Next week on Buzz and Ned's Barbecue Minute, we'll talk about the meaning of real barbecue. You can't talk about hot dogs in Virginia without talking about city dogs. Named one of the best hot dogs in the state by bestthingsinvirginia.com. Who are the world's highest paid comedians? I swear, I have absolutely no idea. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Nancy O'Dell with the ET Radio Minute. Jerry Seinfeld tops Forbes magazine's newly released a list of the world's highest paid comedians. After finishing number two on last year's list, Seinfeld regains the number one slot, bringing in an estimated $69 million between June of 2016 and June of 2017. Much of that is due to the record-breaking $20 million per Netflix special he was able to negotiate. This is a ridiculous way to make a living. Chris Rock claimed the number two position with $57 million, and like Seinfeld, a big chunk of his earnings were for negotiated Netflix special fees. These guys used to have to tour their way to earn that kind of money. Yes, I said it, all right? Louis C.K. returned to the list this year in the number three position with an impressive $52 million, more than half of which is estimated to have come from his two Netflix specials. I think that's the best news you're going to get. And Amy Schumer is once again the only female on the list, taking the number five slot with $37.5 million. Excuse me, this is awesome, oh my God. So why did the comedian cross the road? To negotiate their new Netflix deal, of course. It's important in comedy. Very important. You can see the entire list at Forbes.com. 
from the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Nancy O'Dell. I'm Dana Lash with NRA Carry Guard. I carry my firearm every day. I pray I'll never be forced to use it. But if I do, I know NRA Carry Guard will have my back. I can choose up to a million dollars in insurance back protection, plus a special attorney referral network to give me the representation I need. Learn more and sign up today at nracarry.com or call 1-866-NRA-1234 to become an NRA Carry Guard member today. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Get ready to huddle up. When football season returns, so do the Spiders and the Redskins. Your home for college and NFL football all season. ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. NFC East rivals. Out of conference action. The NFL season is a 17-week climb. Who stands in the Redskins' path on their way to a playoff spot? This is today's opponent preview. Opponent preview. 2.7 FM, week three of the Redskins season. They head out. Uh, they have the Oakland Raiders, Sunday night foot, September 24th, and 8.30 contest. One of the most intriguing teams this offseason. Joining us now, who covers the Oakland Raiders, Jimmy Durkin of the Bay Area News Group. Jimmy, how's it going? Oh, we're doing pretty good. Jimmy, I'll start with a big-picture question here. How is this Raider fan base receiving this team coming this season with so much hope and optimism, but then the fact that they're leaving and heading to Las Vegas in a couple of years? Yeah, it's definitely a mixed kind of feeling. Mixed kind of, you know, it, obviously it's, it's a wide and, and big fan base that kind of spans the whole state, and so you get you, you get a mix of a lot of fans that are really upset that this team is leaving, some that don't mind it as much because, you know, Vegas, it, for some of these guys, Vegas might be even a little bit closer. And, you know, it's been a pretty loyal fan base that obviously has followed them from Oakland to L.A., back to Oakland. Uh, so it's definitely a mixed vibe. Uh, you know, one of the moves that they kind of made this offseason that helped, helped kind of soothe some of the feelings in Oakland a little bit is bringing back Marshawn Lynch, that, you know, a, a guy who's an Oakland native and, and loves his hometown. And that's done a, maybe win a title before they go. And, and we all know what it comes down to. If they win... I think fans will will kind of have their feelings uh, subside a little bit of, the, of their anger about the move. But uh, if they start struggling, then it could become an issue. One bit of Raiders news that resonated down here, especially in Redskins country, was the long-term contract for Derek Carr. What was the reaction to Derek Carr's uh, contract? He's now the highest-paid uh, quarterback in the in the league. Yeah, I mean, it was obviously expected to get done, uh, you know, at uh, I mean, Carr is, has changed this franchise. He's brought them really back from the dead. I mean, getting him in the second round back in the 2014 draft, they have a chance to, to be competitive for a long time with a guy that they trust as their quarterback. You know, he's gotten better every year and uh, certainly deserves to, to get paid like one. I mean, uh, to, to have 
had him on a, a second round contract these last three years has really been an incredible bargain for them and now he's uh now he now he's obviously the highest paid guy at least for now until the next quarterback signs of course but um yeah i mean it, it, it's amazing what he's done to just really change this franchise change his hopes around him i mean he's he's the big reason even though he didn't get to play in the playoff game last year i mean he's the reason they got there talk about jack del rio he's had a great turnaround for this team obviously he goes seven and nine in 2015 and last year to go 12 and four del rio has had an up and down coaching career in the nfl a long stint with jacksonville what do you think he can achieve in his third year well, I mean, uh, the one thing he's never done is he has never won a division title. Um, and he's, I think he's up there as, you know, guys that coached the most games uh, without having won a division title. He's up near the top of that list. If, if I think maybe early this season he will ascend to the top of that list. So that's something that, you know, really from that's kind of what they state as their goal from day one every year is that they want to win a division title. He's never been able to do it even though he has taken a few teams to the playoffs at the Jags a few times and, and got the Raiders in there last year. So uh, that that's what he, he has. He might be a little bit more closely contested, and so a 10 or 11 win season might be able to get him a division title. So uh, that's definitely something he, uh, he would like to add to his resume and kind of needs to add to his resume. They address a lot of the needs in the secondary that kind of hurt him last year in the draft, going with Gary Conley from Ohio State and then – with the second round pick Melifonwu from Connecticut so those two guys are selections for the Raiders in the opening of the draft what do you think of those two guys well I mean they should really be able to help them I mean those are guys you know Conley the expectation is for him to come in and, and really immediately be their their nickel cornerback uh, behind you know Sean Smith and David Sean Smith Emerson a guy uh, <laughs> obviously people in Washington know well uh, and, and so the hope would be that this year he comes in and is the starting nickel back but pushes both of those guys you know both of those guys are in a position where they had down years in 2016 and their guaranteed money on some big contract ends after this year and so uh the Raiders going to have to make decisions whether or not they want to keep them around so uh Connolly if if he looks as good as he possibly you know as he has at times it looks as good as you know his tape and, and what he did at Ohio State there's a there's a chance that he could you know, steal away one of those starting jobs, but um, he should really help them at least being able to match up with some of those slot receivers if that's the role he plays. And then Melifonwu, uh, they really like his ability to be a little bit of a hybrid safety slash linebacker. Uh, they've had tremendous issues over the years in being able to defend tight ends, and they see him as a big, tall, rangy guy that can get up there and, and defend tight ends. You know, he may not be necessarily a strength in, uh, in defending the run, but uh, they, they like him matching up in the passing game, and I think you see a lot of both of those guys out there in the dime package. Make sure to follow him on Twitter, at Jimmy underscore Durkin, writes for the Bay Area News Group, and we're talking Raiders here. Uh, on the offensive side, this team spent a lot of money on the offensive line, and uh, it's rare in the NFL because a lot of teams don't exactly lock up their offensive line. Uh, what do we make of the Donald Penn holdout, and, and, and how crucial is he to the success of that line? Well, I mean, he had a great year last year. Unfortunately for him, you know, the, the one play everybody, you know, really all the Raider fans remember is, you know, he slips and falls uh, while trying to pass protect against Trent Cole, the Colts on Christmas Eve, and that leads to Derek Carr's injury that basically ended their season. But, uh, you know, he's been, a, he's been a really good left tackle for them for three years now. He's never missed a start in the regular season. He did suffer a knee injury that kept him out of the playoff game last year. But, uh, you know, he's... 
he's not he's not dumb. He's seen what's happened around the around the rest of his team, around the rest of the league. You know, he's the fourth highest paid lineman on the team, yet plays the position that everybody considers to be the most important, the left tackle. And so he would like a new deal. Um, he probably deserves more money. He saw them that they just recently released Austin Howard in a move that's going to save them almost $5 million in cap space. And if I'm Donald, I'm saying, hey, you know, you've got plenty of cap space that you're probably not going to use this year. Give me a little bit more because, you know, he signed kind of an, un, you know, probably an undervalued deal last year and really played above it, you know, was a, a Pro Bowl starter and was very, very good. And, he you know, he would like to be rewarded for it. And it will it'd be interesting to find out how, how much Jack Del Rio supports that move because Del Rio kind of did the same thing. He signed a very undervalued deal when he first came here as a head coach and with kind of a, a wink and a nod that, hey, if I outperform my deal, you'll tear it up and give me a new one. And that's exactly what they did last offseason. You know, he got himself a new deal. So uh, I, I would imagine the Raiders are going to try to help make him happy because they don't have many other options there at left tackle. How about Amari Cooper? Uh, last year was an up-and-down year for Amari Cooper after a very good rookie year. He seems to work nicely with uh, Michael Crabtree. What do you expect from, the, from, from Cooper in his third year? Well, we've seen him look a little bit more bulked up. He's kind of he's come in at 217. He played last year at 210, and he may you know trim down to more like 215, 214 by the time the season starts. But I think he's got a chance to, to be a little bit more physical and kind of build a little bit more trust with Derek Carr. He, he talked about it on, on reporting day that, you know, he wants, he wants Carr to, you know, throw to him and at times when he doesn't look open. And that's kind of how Carr has viewed Michael Crabtree. He's the guy that they that he'll throw even when he looks covered. And it'll, we, we want to see if he can build that trust with Amari Cooper. And if so, that, that can lead to more red zone targets. The more red, they don't target Cooper a lot in the red zone. His touchdown totals haven't been huge. But if he can become a little bit more physical, you know, he did some work with uh, Calvin Johnson in the uh, off-season program. He spent a week out here working with Raiders receivers. And I think if he can add some, some of those elements to his game, then you can really see him take off and, and he could be a guy that is looking at 1,500 yards, 10 touchdowns, and really moving up to being one of the elite receivers in the league. You mentioned Metron. We've heard some rumors, some little rumblings about he could potentially want to unretire and join the Raiders. Anything to those rumors? I mean, I, I think a lot of it's just kind of joking talk. You know, I, I'm sure there's part of him that would love to see that happen. I don't think the Lions are going to, you know, the, the Seahawks were very accommodating with the Raiders in terms of, you know, allowing Marshawn Lynch to unretire. They understood that Marshawn, you know, had, had a real special tie to Oakland and, and they were okay with that. I, I, just, I don't see that happening with, with Calvin and, uh, and the Lions. I think the Lions, uh, you know, the, the chances of that happening just, just don't seem, you know, very likely. And, you know, I know Jack Del Rio, the, the week that he was out here was very clear. He is here as a coach. He's not here to come unretire and play for us. So uh, I think it's a pipe dream, but uh, it would be uh, it would be remarkable if you could put those three receivers out there with Derek Carr. That, that team would be very scary. Let's talk a little bit about this division to which the Redskins, who we're here in Richmond covering them for their training camp, is going to have to – face the entirety of this year it's a very difficult division two 12 win teams last year i mean anytime the reigning super bowl champs have to play in a division with two 12 win teams it's pretty good indicator that you've got a strong level of competition in that division yeah i mean absolutely i mean the, the edge rushers in this division are uh, are pretty ferocious when you, you look around and you see 
you know, obviously Khalil Mack, Von Miller, uh, Joey Bosa. Uh, I mean, they, it's not a it's not a fun league to be a tackle in. Uh, so, because the, the other thing that's, that's probably undervalued about the AFC West from teams that just for people that just maybe look at the records over the last few years is that the Chargers are are probably a lot better than what their recent records have been. They just they constantly are besieged by injuries. I mean, they are. They lose guys, you know, week one, they're, they're losing like three or four starters every year, it seems like. So if they can stay healthy, I think, you know, they're one that's capable of, of being in the mix even for a wild card spot. And so that's kind of what I mentioned earlier about how, I, you know, it could be that 10 wins is enough to win this division because they're, they're going to beat up on each other. You know, they're, every team has question marks. For the Raiders, it's their defense. You know, for, for the Broncos, obviously, it's the quarterback play. And, you know, even a little bit in Kansas City is – with Alex Smith and, and then Patrick Mahomes, what, what's happening there is they kind of transition. So there are question marks everywhere, but each team has quite a bit of talent and is capable of you know going at least 500. If the Raiders are to win the division with 10 wins, that would mean they would get the over on the South Point Sportsbook in terms of the over-under for the win total for the season. We like to ask our reporters that we have on this segment if they think that their team can go over or under whatever the win total set by the South Point Sportsbook. So it's at nine and a half. What do you have the Raiders doing this year? I've got them at, at 10 and 6 is, is kind of where I see them. I, you know, I don't see them in any way matching the 12 and 4 last year just because they, they won seven of those games with fourth quarter comebacks. And to be able to do that two straight years seems unrealistic. So uh, 10 and 6 is what I see. I see them being, you know, back in, in the playoff mix. Um, you know, I wouldn't be all that shocked if they did drop off to nine and seven, just because they do have a pretty tough schedule. But I, you know, with kind of the, the way this the talent on this team is growing and progressing together, I, I think they get to ten wins and beat the over. Week three, Sunday, September twenty fourth, Redskins welcome the Raiders to town for an eight thirty game. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Jimmy underscore Durkin, beat writer for the Bay Area News Group. Jimmy, thanks so much for giving us some time. We'll catch up again with you during the. All right, sounds good, guys. That was uh, Jimmy Durkin, uh, who covers the Raiders. Uh, before we get to our picks, a lot to digest there. This is, I mean, this is the Buccaneers of last year in terms of hype. Yeah, there's a lot of attention on them, and especially because of the way the front office for the Oakland handled this offseason. I thought they did a brilliant job. I thought they, look, people in the NFL are going to question signing two interior players in the offensive line to big deals, but... If you're going to invest all that money in your quarterback who has been hurt already, we've seen in his NFL career, then I think it's a great and brilliant move. I also like this point about the edge rushers in the division. People really talk about the skill position players. They don't really focus as much on the pass rush, and that's so huge in the NFL in 2017. I was glad that they did not resolve the Donald Penn thing yeah. over Sunday. So then, like, hey, when we asked about Donald Penn, oh, that question's no longer used um, well, as I said, we did do this on Saturday. I, have, I mean, I don't care telling people that we taped it, but that's, we did that on Saturday. So it is week three, Sunday, September 24th at 8.30, kickoff at home against the Raiders. Uh, Andrew has the Redskins 2-0. Henny has the Redskins 1-1. One one. So do I. We'll start with Andrew. Your selection in this game. I got to pick Oakland here. I just think that the firepower on offense is finally going to overwhelm the Redskins. I've really had faith in the Skins defense, and I think it's going to continue to improve, but I like Oakland in this game, Matt. Henny, what do you got? I got to work on being objective, being that I'm a Philly fan, but I'm going to go with Oakland for the win off the strength of the defense and the uh, running game. All right, so Henny has the Redskins 1-2. and two. Andrew has them at 2-1. and one. I have them at 2-1. and one. I'm picking the Redskins to win this game. 
And the reason is it's a home game. Raiders have to travel cross country now. Um, I, I, I don't know necessarily if the Raiders are going to get things together by week three. They're still going to be in progress. Who knows if Marshawn Lynch will be healthy? Um, who knows if, you know, I think, I think it's a good matchup for the Redskins. I, I think the Redskins defense, I think Josh Norman can match up well with oh, yeah, Cooper, Cooper or, or um, uh, Crabtree. I think Breland can help out on the other guy. So I, I like this matchup for the Redskins. And since it's a home game, I'm taking the Redskins to win. So I have them at 2-1. and one. Andrew is 2-1. and one. Henny has 1-2 and two for the Redskins. Another thing to your Redskins point is Jared Cook is a signing that few people are talking about. He really wasn't as dominant for the Packers as I anticipated him to be. But he had a lot of good games with Green Bay, especially a huge catch for the Packers along the sideline that allowed them to continue their role in their season last year. So he could match up really well against the Redskins, particularly because the Redskins have had trouble with tight ends. Although now you say they got Swearinger, they're moving Sue Cravens to a safety spot. Could be something that is a fun portion of that matchup to watch. Clive Walford also. So they've got more than one uh, tight end out in Oakland. But uh, I think it's a good matchup for the Redskins, so I have them at 2-1. and one. Uh, Next up is the Kansas City Chiefs, a Monday night game in Kansas City on 8.30 at 8.30 on Monday, October 2nd. Uh, we may have a Chiefs guy today. We may have a Chiefs guy tomorrow. We may have a Chiefs guy Wednesday. Who knows? But we will get to the Kansas City Chiefs uh, as they um, as that's a week four opponent. That will either be today, tomorrow, sometime this week. We will talk Kansas City Chiefs football. What a Monday night football matchup. I am psyched for that. So uh, let's take a timeout. 6220950 is the phone number. 6389508 is the text line. Tweet us at AWOL ESPN at MidMajorMatt. Let's take a timeout. Uh, coming up, we will play you Terrell Pryor. He was out at the podium today. Goes very well with our position battle, which we will do a little bit later on of the wide receivers. You're listening to ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins training camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. What's your favorite topping that you like on your pizza? The number one pizza topping is pepperoni, of course. No matter what your favorite topping is, ESPN 950 and Papa John's Pizza are partnering to make sure that you can get your daily dose of pizza and toppings without ever paying full price again. As an ESPN 950 listener, you can save 30% off any menu item when you order online at PapaJohns.com and enter the promo code ESPN950. That's pizzas, breadsticks, wings, and desserts. Papa John's Pizza. Better ingredients, better pizza. Now 30% off for pizza lovers everywhere. Here at City Dogs, we have created 13 unique hot dogs famous for the cities they originated from. Voted one of the 10 best hot dog restaurants in the state by bestofvirginia.com. Stop by today to try one of our featured dogs, such as... The Richmond Original is the hot dog our city can be proud of. A grilled Dooman's dog topped with chopped onions, tangy mustard, and City Dog's signature chili. City Dogs has two locations in Richmond. Downtown in Shaco Slip at 1316 East Cary Street, and in the Fan, 1309 West Main Street. A not-yet-Corvette club debate. I don't know, Stan. The Corvette and Cash Scratcher could leave the club divided. Great point, sir. What do you mean? What happens if someone wins? We could lose members. But, sir... Stan, you don't have to call me sir. Sorry, Doug, sir. The point is, not having a Corvette is what holds us together. Without that, what do we have? Well, Corvettes, I think. The new Corvette and Cash Scratcher from the Virginia Lottery. You could win a new Corvette Stingray plus $100,000. Odds of winning are 1 in 1.4 million. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. All 
Live at Redskins training camp where the team will be back on the field this afternoon starting at 3 o'clock for a full walkthrough. The team wrapped up their morning walkthrough this morning. Keith Marshall, running back for the Redskins, done for the year. He tore his patella tendon during Saturday afternoon's practice at the Bon Secours Training Center. Covered today until 6 o'clock on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Washington splits a Sunday doubleheader with the Rockies losing during the day 10-6. Ryan Zimmerman homers twice. He's now the D.C. home run king, passing Frank Howard. That's when last night, 3-1. to one. They're in Miami tonight for the first of three. Covered 6.30 ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. Squirrels with the night off after their 3-2 win over Erie yesterday. They open a six-game road trip in Portland tomorrow. Kyle Busch a winner yesterday in the NASCAR circuit. He gets the Monster Energy Series win after missing out in the last 36 races. He finally breaks that winless streak yesterday at Pocono. Chesterfield's Denny Hamlin finished in fourth place. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center. Live from Redskins Training Camp, Mitchell Bradley on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. Our company specializes in low-cost SR22 auto insurance. We know that mistakes happen and offer free quotes for very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. The quote is free, and we'll handle the filing so you can start saving money. Call 800-749-2984. 800-749-2984. 800-749-2984. This is Big Al, I'm sitting here with the barbecue baron of the boulevard and West Broad, and that's Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. Tell us, if you would, what you've learned from traveling around. Lots of technique, and that's always important. That's why you travel, and that's why you look at styles and and, and uh, pits, and, and it only took uh, 20 years to get going. You've even researched barbecue recipes back 150 years? Some of the recipes that we use... Mm-hmm. Uh, go back 150 years. You know, barbecue is barbecue. It's uh, if it's made with wood or charcoal, it's real barbecue. They were doing that during the caveman era. It's just different styles and different equipment and different methods began to be used by, especially in different states. Mm-hmm. You'll see a big difference in the way things are cooked yeah. and the sauces that they use. It's an interesting thing, and, and then you have to develop something that's yours. That's what we've done. Two locations in town, as you know, 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street for Puzzin' as Real Barbecue. City Dogs voted one of 10 best hot dog restaurants in Virginia by bestthingsinvirginia.com. Stop by and see for yourself, 1309 West Main Street or 1316 East Cary Street. Come to the new fan event, Celebration in the End Zone. Bid on sign Redskins memorabilia and meet team personnel Tuesday, August 1st from 5 to 8 after training camp. Visit Celebration in the End Zone on Facebook for ticket information. Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Welcome back. The Midday Show presented by Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. Two locations just around the corner, 1119 North Boulevard, or the newest location, 8205 West Broad Street in the West End. Thanks to Buzz for stopping by, bringing us some of the ribs that are sitting here. Well, they're not really sitting as much. They're pretty much gone. They're anytime sitting you in get, my stomach. Yeah, anytime you can get good barbecue, it's not going to last very long, especially around hungry uh, radio hosts. Uh Every day after the morning walkthrough, there is a player at uh, the podium. We've had some good ones so far. Kirk Cousins was there. Josh Norman was there. Uh, Another guy that's very intriguing, very big for this offense, uh, Terrell Pryor was at the podium. Uh, This is what he had to say a little bit earlier today. Your adjustment process, Ben, and what kind of – That's all I want to do. I want to try to do something to to make the world better. Thanks, guys. 
Washington Redskins live press conferences on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM brought to you exclusively by Appomattox River Company, your paddle sports specialist online at paddleva.com. Uh, good stuff from, from Terrell Pryor. I, 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 I like his thoughts on being the guy, like, you know, every year we jokingly say, who's the mayor of Richmond for the couple weeks? It always used to be D.Y. D.Y. used to sign autographs a ton, and then it was Ricky Jean when Ricky Jean bought all the free cone ice for all the kids. Um, I think Terrell Pryor's making the case to be the mayor this year, and it seems like the new players on the team are always the ones who go out of their way to become better and closer to the fans. And if you want evidence of that, just go to our Twitter page, at ESPN Richmond. We've got a video up of some fans. Terrell Pryor actually throwing a football with a few fans. I know Josh Roman goes out of his way sometimes to kick a soccer ball around with some of them, but Pryor, who obviously has played quarterback and receiver in his career, really the player if you want to interact with in terms of actually playing alongside probably the perfect one to do that I uh, I, I, I I'm really I'm trying not to overhype Terrell Pryor in terms of how much he's going to have in this offense um, the fantasy football people love him they love the measurables they love the opportunities because all the catches that with Garcon and Jackson leaving they love all the opportunities that Terrell Pryor is going to get but it also is I mean Look, he's still trying to learn the wide receiver position. He's now the number one guy. I mean, yes, Jordan Reed's going to take some stuff off, but I don't want to overestimate how much he's going to help this group. Yeah, it's it's certainly a fine line. You don't want to risk being the media guy who's just pumping him up too much. And I think it's going to be more of a season-long type of development where you see him maybe in week 10 or 11 really start to blossom into a superstar, as I referred to him earlier. I don't think he'll be billed heading into this year as a superstar, but I certainly think he's a big weapon. And to your fantasy point, we know the Redskins love to throw in the red zone. I think he's going to scoop up a lot of touchdowns. Don't know if he has the yardage of a Garcon or a Jackson, but I think he's going to have the touchdown numbers. Uh, 622 um, is the phone number. 638 is the text line. Tweet us at midmajormat at ESPN. As we said, things are quiet here at training camp. Uh, they will not be back on the field until 3 o'clock when they do the practice. Uh, good crowd for the uh, for the morning session here, Andrew. You know, the way the crowds have been so far for the morning walkthroughs, I kind of expected on a Monday morning when everybody's back to work to be the same thing. But I think the, the fans really showed up today. They really did. And the kids have been here, too, as well. We know with the new Kids Zone area back over there, there's been a lot of activity, especially because – the fact that while we didn't really get to see as much fan participation on Saturday because of the rain, at least in the morning session, but yeah, it's been a it's been a good crowd out here, Matt. Um, uh, and we we talked about it. And we don't have to rehash everything about how we've uh, you know kind of wondered how the crowds would be, and this gives me a little hope for uh, the rest of camp. And it's supposed to be a beautiful day. Uh, it's not as hot as it has been. That's going to be later on this week. Uh, so, one hour down, two more to go. No Bob Black today, so we are taking it up to 3 o'clock. Greg will be on at 3. Coming up in hour number two, uh, we're going to have from ESPN 980, Bram Weinstein literally walk over from his tent over to ours to sit down and talk a little Redskins with us. Uh, we may do some position battles. Uh, we've got some national topics I want to get into, uh, some interviews we did on the field earlier today. So, there's a lot of information still to come today uh, here on the show. The Midday Show brought to you by Buzz and Ned Real Barbecue. It also gives us a chance to eat another rib or two. Uh, thanks to Buzz and Ned's for all their great barbecue. Scrumptious and smoky. Was enjoying one just straight off the bone earlier. Felt like I was getting my caveman on. It was really nice. You had to inform me that I was probably not properly coated in sauce in order to 
really get my game on for buzzing nits. One hour down, two more to go. You're listening to the Midday Show on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins training camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Pig out at Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue as we give back 10% of food sales to our Helping Hams charity each Monday. Stop by for Buzz's award-winning hickory smoked baby back beef or mouthwatering spare ribs every Monday night between 6 and 10 p.m. this month. Benefiting the Keep America Beautiful Foundation, whose mission is to engage and unite Virginians to improve our natural and scenic environment. For more information, log on to buzzandneds.com or visit the original Buzz and Neds at 1118 North Boulevard in the Fan or Buzz's newest location at 8205 West Broad Street in the West End. If you're in the market for a brand new or even a used Chevrolet, Dale Mugford of Royal Chevrolet says, come on by and visit. See what they have for you on the lot and inside with their 25,000 square foot air-conditioned indoor showroom. That's right. Up to 60 vehicles inside. Since 1971, they are family-owned by the Mugford family. They take pride in the quality of service and sales that they offer at Royal Chevrolet. And, of course, they have one of the largest vehicle inventories around at Royal Chevrolet. So come by and see them while Central Virginia customers keep coming back to Royal Chevrolet. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. The lifespan of a Major League Baseball is five to seven pitches, which requires 850,000 baseballs a year. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. Brett Favre and Peyton Manning are the only pro quarterbacks to achieve victories against all 32 of the league's teams. Town Bank, this is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hey, folks, this is Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue with the second Barbecue Minute. The subject today, real barbecue. According to the USDA and real barbecuers like me, real barbecue is meat or poultry that is cooked with wood or charcoal as the only heat and smoke source. Sorry, but gas, electricity, steaming, and boiling, some of the favorites of individuals and restaurants who make what I call cheater barbecue, just can't make the real stuff. Using 100% wood or wood charcoal paired with wood chunks or chips imparts a deep down smokiness without dishonoring the traditional methods of real barbecue. Go the extra mile to your favorite store and buy an all-wood smoker or pit with an offset firebox. Pick up some natural chunk charcoal or fresh-cut hickory branches and commence to barbecuing for real. Keep the traditions of real barbecue alive like we do down on the boulevard at Buzz and Ned's. Go put a hurting on that cheating neighbor's stuff he calls barbecue. Saving you money on car insurance has been in Geico's playbook for over 75 years. So after the game, get a quote at geico.com geico so easy a caveman can do it if you've ever been diagnosed with prostate cancer the prostate cancer educational institute of virginia wants to help these guys hope you'll join them in their monthly meetings where men openly discuss their concerns with others who have already been through it their next meeting is august 2nd at 6 30 p.m in the radiation oncology waiting room 6605 west broad street in the old reynolds metals complex for more info visit prostate.club or call 266-7762 that's prostate.club now a sports reflection from town bank the next time you run a marathon wear red studies prove red makes you feel more confident signals dominance giving you a greater chance of winning town bank this is your town this is your bank 